Welcome to an all-new episode of The 60-Second Car. This is Minute 35. My name is Dan. I'm joined, as always, by my good friend and co-host, Mr. Daniel. It's diesel time. It's diesel time. 60-Second And welcome back to a brand new episode of Welcome Back to the to, to the episode to the podcast that is the 60 second cards brand new episode. I already said that. Um that is minute 35, the podcast that covers every single minute of the Fast and the Furious franchise. We're still on the original, the Fast and the Furious. Well, not the original, you know what I mean. Um we're we're on minute 35, Daniel. How are you? Yes. How is everything? I'm doing all right. You know, um I just you know, I'm winding down from a hell of a party and uh Yep. The hangover, gotta, hangover's kicking in. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, we're gonna it, have to. It was a hell of a party. I came in. The guy came in like late to his own party. He seemed mad at everybody, but it didn't affect me. I was in the back. I think my girl made out with this one guy. He made out with everybody. I can't be mad because he made out with everybody. But you know, how are you? How, was, how, how Wait, are who, you? Who are you in this scenario? I, I'm I'm like a fifth or like five people. Deep, I was extra. gonna say, <laughs> I'm like, like somebody dancing when there's no music, or he's like actually grooving to Vince's guitar playing. Oh my god, I forget, I forget which TV show it did, but some TV show did a bit. Oh, it was, it was, uh, it was, um, I think I mentioned this before the uh, the rehearsal with uh, Nathan Fielder, um, where he hires a bunch of extras just to be at a at an event and. Under the under the extras contracts, they are not allowed to say or make a single sound. So mm-hmm. I can only imagine, I can only imagine what any party is like in in film when re- when filming it. You know, I've done a couple of shorts. I've done I've done a, my share of films. We've never done a party. So I I feel like it would be like delivering lines and actually like doing my lines would be both interesting yet awkward at the same time because it's like people are all sitting around watching you and just have all eyes on you but also they're all doing their own silent thing <laughs> it just feels like <laughs> it would be really weird <laughs> i wonder if they when they shoot party scenes because i always focus on people dancing and mm-hmm. how it like lines up with the music somebody eventually had to be like let's play a song for like 10 seconds to get a rhythm and just keep it going guys come on and we're gonna cut the music Hit record. You guys keep going. But there, there are so many movies where you sit there and you're like, these guys have never heard what soundtrack is going to be played because <laughs> I don't know what they're dancing to. Um, there was, I think, a Friends episode or two where Ross and Monica go are are like background dancers for like a New Year's Eve party or something, and we know that they didn't do that right because they actually do play the music through there and they go dancing <laughs> and and they have to like. They're like they like um, they like compete to be the featured dancers up on like the go go stage or whatever. Oh yeah, I do remember this episode. Yeah, it's a weird episode, especially because like Ross and Monica do some like not brother sister stuff. Seeming that's right. <laughs> it's kind of weird. I don't even think they address it either. Um, maybe they do. I don't know. But uh, we are we're kind of coming down from this party. We're co- we're okay. Brian is about to start like relaxing ish mm-hmm. um, until he gets lost in somebody's eyes. Um, but as Mia sort of rescues Brian here, 
They she takes him to a, 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 what we established maybe is the dining room of this house. It was like a hutch in like or a dresser or whatever with some more candles and gauges. Um, and Brian's here getting Mia a drink. As I don't remember, I don't remember what she asks here. She asks oh, him a question. Okay. Well, there's a weird ADR. I may maybe I have a different thing, but as far as the drink goes, he's like, she says anything as long as it's cold. Yeah, is her right. request for a drink. Right. And if there's a line before that, I'm sorry, I don't have it. I don't know. I don't remember. Um, but he does get her a Snapple. Which, so, when I first saw this in 2001, to me, I was like, oh, that's just a classy move to get a non-alcoholic beverage. To be like, oh, I'm not I'm not asking you to drink or anything. It's just a classy move to get a Snapple or whatever it might be. Especially because she doesn't seem to be the partying one. She's just came down. I think she came down the stairs to get him. I don't actually remember. Um, where she came from. Um, but, uh, yeah, he just gets her Snapple and is like, okay, that's classy. But as we've learned, and as we've kind of done our own math here, mm-hmm. she may not be 21. Right. Like, I think this is Brian's cop showing where he's looking in a fridge, sees a thing full of beer, and he's like, I can't give her a beer. <laughs> here is a Snapple. Enjoy it. This is a cold thing I found. You're welcome. Right. There's a fun fact underneath the bottle cap. What's your facts say? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, my mom used to drink so much Snapple, and yeah, I would I would read all the lids. Um, something about a Stetson, or there's one about a ten gallon hat. I think once a ten gallon hat is not actually ten gallons. I would say how much liquid can hold. That yeah. sounds like it'd be a snapback. Yeah, exactly. Um, but in this, uh, so okay, to to your to your point here, point if here. he realizes this. <sighs> He's still kind of into her. Is that weird? I mean, she's she's probably know. of legal age, but still. Yeah. Yeah, it's it gets muddy. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does. If get you overthink muddy. it, like you have to <laughs> overthink it when you're doing these a minute at a time, it yeah. definitely gets muddy. Uh, yeah. yeah, we. He's probably early mid twenties. She's maybe eighteen, I guess. Yeah, I, I think that's. That's weird. <laughs> it is a bit weird, right? If he's like 22, 23, it's not that weird, but it's still kind of weird. Um, yeah. It's still, yeah. Anyway, she gets uh, he gets her the Snapple, uh, which is a an iced tea Snapple, which is one of the good ones. I think it's peach, peach iced tea. It's, mm-hmm. it's one of the good ones. It's one of, I, yeah. I, I approve of this. I think in 2001, I don't remember how many, snap, how many Snapple flavors there actually were. It probably weren't that many. Um, the only sna- flavor I remember happening or having a lot was like, kiwi lime lime yeah yeah or, or kiwi strawberry yeah. or something like that yeah, yeah that's it a, yeah. a very pink one yes very fruit forward pink one that was also a good one i did like that one um i don't think they make them in glass bottles anymore i think they're in plastics I, only i think that's right i only see them in the grocery outlet near here and i'm pretty sure they're all plastic yeah they have them at the 7-elevens and stuff like that but yeah interesting uh and He is, he's coming on strong, which, which Mm -hmm. I guess like they've already established that. Well, I guess they've established a couple things. One, she's, he's into her, but two, with the scene where she's in her room and sees him coming in, she's into him too. Cause she wouldn't freak out like that if it was the other way around. Right? No, absolutely not. But like this, 
when they're finally breaking down, they're like, oh, your brother's not here. The other guys aren't here. We find they're fine. This is the first time they're alone. It's got to be right. Because he just talks to her in the restaurant. Does he probably does he know or care that Dom's back there? Oh, maybe. Well, if he's doing recon to like spy on Dom, probably not. But like, well, actually, that's probably the point that Dom right. should be there. Right. So this is the first time he's off the clock talking to her. Right. Theoretically. Right. Yeah. Off the. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> it is all <laughs> weird. Uh. So. So. Yeah. I guess this would be, if if. If the case is that he doesn't even know he's back there or care he's back there, then it's not the first time. But it probably, it, I think we can all agree that we can consider this the first time that they're alone, for sure. There's a part in the scene that just occurred to me that it it winds up being a plot iffy, iffiness, you know, classic term. Sure, um, sure. So in this conversation, they're talking about Dom and she says that Dom likes him. And... Oh, my brother likes you. Yeah, yeah. Right. So she doesn't, she doesn't, unless there's, you know, conversations they've cut out for the sake of the film and we're filling a gap. She, she doesn't know that of all the shit they just went through with like the car being shot up and him rescuing himself. Cause Dom rolls in, yells about the buster coming for him. And she doesn't know the context of that. And now because of that, she's like, oh, my brother likes you. She doesn't have all the pieces of the story. How does she like jump to that? But she or is has, she is his sister, so like maybe she just knows. Or I think that what they tried to establish with this is that like you wouldn't have been invited to the house if he didn't like you. Maybe. But she doesn't know that he got to the house the way he did, necessarily. Well, she got she saw them both get out of the taxi together. Yeah, but okay, I guess that's enough for her to be like, oh, my brother likes you. Not, oh, you saved my brother's ass. Oh, actually, she watched the whole conversation where he was going to walk away, too. And Dom was like, hey, you want a beer? So mm, she's at the window just looking down. She was because she didn't she didn't actually react until he said, oh, OK. Um, so like there, I think what you're talking about definitely has merit. I just don't Thank you. <laughs> just to try to validate you. Um definitely has merit, but I think what they're trying to do is is like you know, the sister knows. The sister knows her sure. brother and stuff like that. They're close enough to where that's going to be a thing. Um but at the same time it's like what is happening here? Do they are they that close to be like just straight up into each other at this point? And then, you know, does he actually like him, or is this a one-time deal? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Could be anything. Obviously, you know, he's the main character. They're both the main character. Who is the main character of this movie? Uh, I mean, the way they tried to paint it, probably Brian, but it winds up being Dom, of course. Right. If you're just going by billing, then it'd be Paul Walker. Is he first billed? Okay. Mm-hmm. Plus, he's in the next one. He do be in the next one. Um, and then, and then neither one of them are in the third one until yeah. the end. <laughs> so, I don't, know, I don't know, which is actually, we've, t- I, I know we've talked about the weird thing about Vin Diesel not saying yes to the, to, to sequels until getting ready for four. But what happened to Paul Walker for the third one? What was That's the a great co- question? What were the conversations that happened there? I have literally only talked about how Dom isn't in two and three. I've never bothered to talk about why Paul Walker is not in three. 
not even like mentioned, not even talked about at all. Just the and, and then we have the end where where Dom shows up, and I'm like, yeah, I thought Paul Walker was the star of this franchise. <laughs> yeah, so confused. That's that's when that's when Vin Diesel takes the reins. But I mean, also, I mean, real talk, I don't care about Brian O'Connor like at all. Yeah, yeah, we care. I think yeah, I think that is kind of one of those um those uh like sort of nostalgia slash we suck it sucks that we lost him sort of feelings coming through with a lot of fans is like Mm -hmm. we lost him so all of a sudden we care a ton about brian o'connor or brian yeah brian o'connor when it's like when he was still alive what did we think about the character i don't yeah i I don't think he was the star in many people's eyes i wonder if he was like a necessary like every man of for all the characters around him because he's not like funny he has like occasional quips but he's not the comic relief he's not really like the tech guy he's an adequate driver who shows up and does the mission but he's i don't know he is he's definitely outshined by tyrese and and uh ludicrous as far as comedy goes mm-hmm. um he's not he's not the like total you know, beefhead badass that Dom is, but I mean, he's kind of the, he can get anything done. Right. And I mean, they do, there's a lot of like cutaways of him doing his own thing, especially when he like has to go, I think it's six where he goes back to prison and then fights his way out of it. Yeah. Um, like they kind of tried, they, they do try to shine the light on him. Um, but like, in but the, that could have been ensemble, anybody, right? Right. In the ensemble, he doesn't really like have a to me a definitive role. He's, he's just kind he's of the there. sidekick. Yeah. Put to like seven people. Yeah, it's definitely, but like he's he's numbered he's honestly, he's kind of the Vince from this movie. Yeah. He kind of becomes that because like in Fast Five, for instance, when they're you know, when there's two cars dragging down the the safe down the, you know, main streets of downtown uh I don't know where they are actually. What what cities? What city in Brazil are they in? Um, this is just Rio. Yes, I guess it is Rio, huh? Yeah, yeah. So when they're driving down the main streets of the downtown Rio, like when you think to yourself, who else could that be? Technically, on a technical, like logical basis, it could be anybody. Mm-hmm. But I think it's gotta be Brian, right? Sure. Right. Sure. You know, D- it doesn't have to be. Actually, this. This brings us back to one of the lines that's coming up in this minute. He describes himself as simple. And she says, you're a shitty liar. Is it right here? I believe so. <laughs> when he's making yeah. his weird face. Yeah. He says, I'm simple. She says, you're a shitty liar. He's not lying. No, he's not. In the greatest scheme or the greatest scope of this entire franchise, he's not lying. He's not lying. Um, and that's, I think, the thing, right? I think that is... That is why Mia exists in a way, because he's technically always honest with her, right? Because mm-hmm. she never asks if he's if he's a cop. She never like asks any of these things. He is always a hundred percent honest with her. Because back to the the line, I'm not that I'm not I I am simple. Um, yeah, I think we can kind of we kind of realize that as we're talking about this throughout this podcast. 
He does. He just wants to be a racer. He doesn't really. He's not. Mm -hmm. com he doesn't want to be a cop. That yeah. would that would make him complicated if he wanted to be a cop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but he doesn't. If he, was <laughs> if he had any conflict between, like, his conflict is just like realizing he's got to turn in Dom, but he knows in his heart he's not gonna at this point because he wants to be a racer. That is actually a good point. At this point, he's already kind of decided he's not going through to finish this mission. Right. I think he's he's. I mean, I, I, I would say that even after that, at that first race. When he's all adrenaline pumped and stuff like that. That's probably where he makes that decision. Maybe not consciously mm -hmm. at this point, but yeah, he's he's definitely made the the decision that's like, it doesn't really matter what happens. I'll I'll face my consequences, but this is not I'm not gonna finish this mission. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, and then we have a big transition here. Uh we're not gonna get the reveal yet, but we have a pretty huge transition. As we Are you go referring to the, the next, transition that he needs a shower to clean himself, according he, to Mia. He does get that comment at him. That is true. That's flirting, if you ask me. <laughs> what, what, what? And it's good Christian film? Uh, good Christian film that has uh, guns, cigarettes, and beer, Corona, and Red Bull. Uh, yes. yes. I mean, I think they are. They're, you know, they're Christian. They got crosses and stuff and candles lit and whatnot. Yeah, sure. I believe that. Um, also the typical, uh, a typical house that's been up for a long time, the painting hooks or the picture frame hooks with no picture frame on them. <laughs> <laughs> we have one in the background here. Uh, but you know, the, the transition is we are now, we just go straight to the next day. And I think, I think this is, this is downtown. Yeah. We're in downtown LA. I think at this point, what's that street sign say Valencia, Valencia. Yeah. Uh, and next to the Commodore. The Commodore, I believe, is... Oh, it says apartments here. I think the Commodore might be a hotel now. Oops. Uh, oh, you mean Lionel Richie and his friends? Commodores? Yeah, the Commodore. Yep. yep. Lionel Richie made that place. Uh, wow. It does look like a brick house. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the podcast. You can follow us on 60 Second Car. Oh, my God. So, I actually take it back. It's not downtown here. Um, let's see. Is this the right one, though? This might not be the right one. Uh, I have a Commodore on North Cherokee and Franklin Avenue, which I don't think is this one. Um, because if I look up Valencia, Los Angeles, Valencia Street, Los Angeles, that is downtown. So there must be another Commodore. Yeah, so this this is like West Downtown. Right next to Skid Row, actually. Um, so yeah, this all takes place in the same area, roughly. I think we're we're trying to track where they all go in this in this movie because it is it is usually a complaint of like major cities or LA specific movies where they kind of jump all over the place, as we mentioned many times before. But I would say that generally they're kind of okay in this they, they sort of follow a logical pattern um but yeah we're, we're in the middle of downtown and uh we're driving down the street with our our lovely uh, big red truck which i guess it doesn't really matter where he's going you think you think this is the end of the day and he's coming home or he's going home but then wait he lives at the shop i'm confused where's he going in my so mia basically tells him she takes him home so she takes him to the shop and she, she takes him home now like yeah here? she's she's like uh you need oh. a shower and a sleep and then goes to take him home yes 
so, so maybe she, he's getting her getting her bagels or something the next morning. I don't know. Because I imagine he doesn't have a kitchenette in his shop true. bedroom. You think she? You think she uh, went inside with him, or she just dropped him off? I don't know. Hmm. Well, we never know. Interesting. I know that. Okay, so she already knows where he lives. Uh, I know we. I know we know for a fact she knows where he lives later in the movie. Um, but yeah, she's cool with it. I guess. I mean, you know, car family. It's cool. You can live in the back of a car shop. Why not? Maybe he's going to a job of some kind because yeah, they, they have a mobile truck to deliver parts or something. So yeah. maybe he's just doing that. Okay. Yeah. We did it. We solved it. Yeah, that's got to be what it is. I just I was like, I was wondering if it was, I was hoping it was something different, but I guess this would be it. I don't know. It could be going to get a tuna fish sandwich. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're he's driving down. He's driving down the street and uh, he gets pulled over. Mm-hmm. And he he reacts, by the way, as if he's like, oh, I'm getting pulled over. What am I doing now? I didn't do anything wrong. God damn it. (laughs) And it's not a black and white. It's not a normal patrol car. But he very much acts like he doesn't expect it. And it's got to be for the audience, right? Yeah, probably. Or he somehow forgotten he's a cop, too. (laughs) (laughs) He might have at that point. Who knows? He's like, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to be doing something. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> whoops i'll get my tuna fish sandwich oh it's, hey it's gary what's gary doing here <laughs> gary oh damn it yeah so I, I guess we don't have to talk about who these guys are yet but uh he should know these guys pretty well um you would think we don't get the smirk in this minute right no the smirk comes uh, in the next I minute think so um yeah it's like so uh 30 let me because i didn't this is not the last screen this is the last screen I have, but it's not the very last frame of the minute. Um, 59. Okay. So at 3500, they're opening the door. So we really don't see much. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, he's getting pulled over. This is the first time that we ever see this. And at this moment, especially based on the fact that we talked about how that car was burnt to a crisp and probably reported to the cops. I guess it's somewhat reasonable to think that he's just getting caught up with something. Like he's actually Maybe, getting yeah. brought into the to the police station for questioning. Um, Maybe he matches a profile or something. But yeah, this is the minute where everything changes. Yes. Yeah, this is the minute where... Which this is, is crazy. the last minute of 30, status quo. 35 minutes into the movie and mm-hmm. we don't know he's a cop impressive really that's all that's like what that's a third of the movie right yeah it's a it's a an hour 46 so it's it's yeah it's about a quarter of the movie um or it's i don't know know what it is but the math is right there but uh still that's a lot yeah that's a that's a pretty long time before we find out exactly who our main character is um but i mean yeah i mean this is this is just a setup for the next the next recording session is going to be revealing about like we're going to reveal a lot of stuff with with Brian. I think there's a lot of conversations here about ourselves. I mean, no, that that happens every day. About America, about the aliens. Oh yeah, uh, the aliens that nobody seems to care about. Which is very weird. <laughs> I saw I saw a video of Tom DeLonge from Blink One Eighty Two in the middle of the song scream. I was fucking right about the aliens yeah. and. 
everyone got a reaction, but I was like, oh yeah, I forgot that. I forgot both of those are a thing. Yep. Good for them. And that's been like my biggest reaction. Oh, I've already seen shirts printed that says Tom was right. <laughs> <laughs> cool. we've, we've gone off the deep end, man. Well, yeah, what it's it's so I mean, to to round this out, we're we're kind of done with the fast for the for, for today. Um but that's uh, been the podcast. Thank you for listening. We're not gonna get to two or ten, any of those. Two or ten, none, none of none of anything. Um, Sorry, I cut you off. No, I just started thinking about we're not even alien. Shirts. We're not even halfway yeah. through one yet. Um, <laughs> mm, don't think no, about no, that for too long. <laughs> I, I, I was just saying. I was just saying. Like, um, uh, somebody broke it down. It's like, so they're doing hearings. The government is doing hearings about the government covering up something what is going on <laughs> interesting the, so the, the government was hiding that they knew about aliens so now the government is is doing trials and hearings on the government on the fact that they were hiding something <laughs> so what what are we supposed to believe that's why nobody cares that's why nobody gives a dang mm-hmm. about what's happening uh it, it's just it's just I don't know, man. It's all a big, big cluster. Um, but, you know, <laughs> thank you for listening to us. Yep. R- ramble about, <laughs> thank you for listening to us ramble about the, the Fast and the Furious. Thanks for watching. Thanks for being a part of the, the family. Uh, I will tell you, though, that uh, my live streams have at least uh, at least one or two people every day just putting family in chat. And it's pretty good. It's, it's, pretty, uh, it's pretty nice feeling knowing that we're, we're touching some, some family hearts out there. Um, Cute. And so keep watching, keep listening, keep keep commenting with family, keep liking, keep uh uh I was going to say reporting the podcast, but don't do that. Uh, don't keep, do that. <laughs> uh keep uh, sharing the podcast and and mention it to your friends. Go to damtaj.tv/60secondcar to find all the deets and links. Um and if you have any questions, uh, put them in the comments like I said. Um with that, we'll see you all next time on Diesel Time. I mean 60 Second Car. It's Diesel Time, Diesel Time, Diesel Time Family. <laughs>